0: to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, Yankee fans can breathe a little sigh of relief. The Yankees play to, uh, say, live to play another day, um, win game four of this divisional series and force a game five at Yankee Stadium. So it will be a Monday night, a raw, I guess, a little battle there between the Cleveland Guardians and New York Yankees. It's going to be an all-hands-on-deck type of situation, probably a bullpen game there. So we'll get into all that. But uh, before we do, if you haven't done it already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, get notified. New content goes up throughout the rest of this postseason and some offseason. So why not? So Section 420, talking Yankees. So, again, the Yankees blow it big time uh, on Game 3 and take a 5-3 lead there, choke in the ninth inning there, give up uh, three runs, uh, Cleveland with a you know dramatic 6-5 walk-off win, but it was more just a lot of, Just bad mismanagement by the Yankees there in the bullpen. But again, you kind of have to put that all aside because then they are staring down elimination in game four, but you kind of like your chances. The Yankees, you know, had a good, at least on the onset said that you felt good that they should be able to at least bring this back for a game five, especially with Garrett Cole on the mound, uh, again, you know, two good regular season starts against the Guardians this season. And, of course, game one pitched brilliantly as well. And he did as well as in this game, too. And, the, and again, the offense gained the same amount of runs, four runs, and that was just enough for him and the Yankee bullpen to work with. Again, kind of no dramatics there. And, actually, in the ninth inning, you figured maybe Cleveland would put up a little bit more of a fight. Um, and Peralta kind of buzzed through them pretty quickly there and easily, and they kind of went out with kind of a whimper, which is just kind of surprising because you figure they may want to work the counts a little bit more, maybe just you know get the crowd into it, stuff like that, but not the case. But nevertheless, uh, the Yankees now, before the game started, again, Boone did get some criticism uh, criticism of uh, bringing, using Clark Schmidt yesterday, uh, again, got the got the second out there of the inning, but, but unfortunately gave up the game-winning hit to um, Oscar Gonzalez, but nevertheless, again, Boone's reasoning that he just didn't want to use Clay Holmes two games in a row. Did use him tonight and Holmes was effective enough, uh, but again, that was late in the game. So a little tw- tweaking with the li- uh, with the lineup and uh, mainly because you kind of saw this coming, uh, again, kind of fluffer, sloppy in the field. Again, had an error in the first game and then an error and kind of a misplay yesterday in yesterday's game. And his, again, he's given the Yankees pretty much nothing at the plate. So I don't understand why they made his move, went, uh, moved, Oswaldo Cabrera from left field to shortstop. And then, as I mentioned that maybe the Yankees should consider doing giving Aaron Hicks, at least a lookout in left field there again, but they may, I don't think they're really interested in seeing Hicks, what he has to offer. I think this is more to maybe punish kind of full against Again, this has been kind of horrible during this uh, postseason run so far with, with the Yankees. Um, so again, I understand the move. there kind of surprised it did just because, you know, uh, Cabrera was playing so much outfield towards the end of the regular season, and of course, during this divisional series, uh, to kind of switch him cold like that to shortstop. But nevertheless, he did it, and it was fine. You know, it wasn't really tested uh, too much and made kind of all the plays. Needed to make there, so those kind of tweaks to the lineup, and of course, Trevino back at catcher with Cole there, um, on uh, you know, on the mound there. So, uh, Yankees struck early first since one, kind of went with the same lineup, moved Judge down to the a second place hitter, main m- meaning that Glabal uh, would lead off, would get a single, would put himself in the position, would be a, a, at second base, and Rizzo would uh, open up the scoring for the Yankees with an RBI single, put the Yankees on the board, one nothing, and then in the second inning, the Yankees added on to their. Um, again there is the little postseason hero uh, Harrison Bader again just keeps making that Jordan Montgomery trade look better and better with a two run home run again, this is off Cal Quantrill, who beta um hit a home run in the in, in game one of the series against him as well. has a two run home run this time again Donaldson reached before that on an opposite field single one of the rare offensive moments with Donaldson actually doing something in the series. but at this point putting the Yankees up three nothing and you have Cole there dealing on the mound now he would eventually run into a little bit trouble in the third inning. With Quan holding a Rizzo there on first base, created a bit of a hole. Rosario able to poke a single through the f- first and second base hole there. So now you had runners at first and second with the third place hitter Jose Ramirez up. Again, during the series, he's got a bunch of bloops and bleeders and bunkers and dunkers that have gone in. To absolutely killed the Yankees and did it yet again here. Uh, same situation. Hit a ball. Like it looked like it would just be a simple pop-up that maybe short st- st- stop should would grab, but perfectly placed. Bounces in between the left uh, fielded ticks and shortstop. Uh, Cabrera there, so bounces in. Of course, the speedy quan, able to go all the way around and score for that and cut into the Yankee lead 3-1. to one. Uh, Then Cole stopped the bleeding there, but, again, the offense went to stop for the Guardians. And a little scary moment. Not really scary, but rain started to come down. Now, originally wasn't in the forecast, but uh, you know, kind of a quick shower came by. I'm not sure if they had anything to do with it. Uh, but Cole served up a, a fastball right down the middle to Josh Naylor, which I don't know why. I meant the Yankee pitching staff collectively had to handle them pretty well, throwing them a lot of breaking balls and stuff inside. The Cole game, a a kind of fastball right down the middle. Now able to put some good wood on it, hits it over to the center field, kind of the the right center field ball there, and brings the Guardians even a little closer, three to two. But from there, Cole buckle down, and that would be it in terms of the rest of the Guardian um, offense. And the Yankees, you know, eventually uh, would give them a little taste of their own menace. And uh, later on after that, now Judge would lead off. Hit a ground ball up the middle. Now with the shift on, Ramirez was able to stop the ball from going to center field, but made a throw and pulled the first baseman off the bag a little bit. So again, the ball beat Judge, but then the first baseman, Arias, uh, his foot came off the bag slightly and Judge was safe there at first base. And it was key because Rizzo was up after that. And Rizzo with two strikes choking up on the bat there. Now he had kind of two, two little... little bloopers there so one bloop kind of went towards third base a little bit which no one was even round covered because because they put a severe shift on Rizzo but the ball bounced immediately with the the backspin went right um um into foul territory right away and then a pitch or two later Rizzo did the similar thing hit it to left field and even Rizzo kind of walked a little bit didn't think it was going to be a hit but actually just made it into fair, fair territory and then finally Rizzo started to bust it now Judge uh, was ready hustling already um you know on contact so from there was able to get the third base and then Rizzo um easily cruising the second base so again Yankees was set up to you know tack on some runs for Cole which was much needed which where they really didn't really do as much as they could have the night before um added another run thanks to J.R. Carl Stanton got a high pitch uh, for a second he thought it might have been now it's kind of it was like one of his laser beam type of swings he has but uh didn't really get enough of it but it was enough uh to put the ball in the outfield and judge was easily able to score on the sack fly from third base. Uh, So the Yankees, uh, you know, had it up to, they could have added on more. I mean, you had Rizzo there on second base, with only one out, but again, the Yankee hitters after that were able to do anything. Uh, So the Yankees had to settle for one there, but again, at that point, have a 4-2 lead. And again, Cole's kind of rolling along a little bit. You're feeling better and better and better. And Cole himself, give the Yankees exactly what they needed. It was an ace-like performance. Uh, so anyone complaining about him during the regular season or he's not a true ace or, you know, bringing up last last year's performance at Fenway um, and kind of more than made it up for that in this start when the Yankees needed the most seven innings, uh, only six hits, two earned runs. And again, one of those earned runs was one of those Ramirez little bloopers that Quan was able to score. So like the only real solid, really run he gave up was that home run to nail that Cole was brilliant uh, the entire night, eight strikeouts, just one walking. 110 pitches and I thought you know commentator Rod Darling made a good point there that look Cole really wasn't that stressed out much this game I know the pitch count is over 100 and automatically these days that's when you yank your guy out but again most of that was not really very stressful to maybe that third inning a little bit um, so I think you could have possibly bought him out for one more, one more inning just because of the fact that even if the Yankees get past Cleveland and go the next round Cole's not going to pitch till game three, and at that point he would be on uh, a full five days rest. So, again, if you can put, push him just a little bit more, that would be the opportunity to do it. But then surprisingly, ne- next thing you see, Clay Holmes warming up. I'm like, wait, Clay Holmes, he's the ninth inning guy. But I guess, again, Boone not really going to find roles. He's going with the matchup, so it kind of makes sense with, um, again, if things went the way they looked like they would go, it would seem like they would have um, Josh Naylor and uh, Jimenez two lefties and the ninth inning there. So it makes sense. Save Peralta for those guys and go for Holmes in the eighth inning. It's so a little unconventional flip-flop there. Ended up working out. You know, Holmes looked, you know, decent enough. He did walk Quan there, but uh, able to get um, get a big strikeout at the end of the inning of Ramirez uh, to keep the score at that 4-2. Four, four and then it came the ninth inning with Peralta. Again, it was the third game in a row. and Again, he pitched three innings yesterday. I mean, he's obviously, you know, on the, at least on the uh, – uh, pitching side of things, that definitely been the Yankees' little uh, MVP there. So I guess bait is the offensive MVP, and you say Peralta is the pitching MVP. Uh, just was able to provide the Yankees so far, um, able to again get get uh, two easy groundouts and then an easy strikeout of Jimenez to end the game. Again, they kind of went out really quickly there, so it was kind of surprising. You figured they put up more of a fight just based on what we so yesterday, but nevertheless, go out a little bit of a whimper there, and the Yankees able to take this back uh, to the Bronx for a Game Five. Uh, Monday night, so you know from that point, it's just a toss up. Now, you would give Cleveland the pitching edge in this game just cause they didn't use their A plus starter, their A relievers um, in this game four. Especially, they didn't even use really classy as well in game three, three. So he's more than well and rested. So you're going to see him probably one way or another tomorrow because this is going to be an absolute dogfight unless one team just gets out way ahead of the other there, and that's probably the Yankees' best hope. Who the Yankees could throw out there? I mean, you, you got names floating around. Possibly look at going back to Tyone just because, you know, he pitched a little bit in game two there, but not that much. You might get a few innings out of him. LaWise didn't pitch tonight. Um, you could definitely get an inning two out of him. Clark Schmidt, who we saw in game three. Um, again, he's built to be a starter, and the Yankees have used him as spot start, so you could use him for three or four games. Now, he had this. Now, Boone has, um, guess, the ruling that he'd want to use Holmes two days in a row. Well, if that's the case, then you got to say maybe Holmes is not available for game five, but I can't see that being the case. Just because. Boone said he would be available in an emergency situation. I can't see what's more of an emergency situation than game five. So, again, it's going to be all hands on deck, and you're just going to need the Yankee offense to step up because to ask, like, you know, four or five or even, like, six different pitchers, whether they're starters or relievers to blank the Indians or just hold them within, you know, two runs, uh, that's kind of a tall task. So the offense is going to have to show up. So hopefully, you know, the Yankees being home, having the home crowd, the the way they crawled back from, you know, almost seemed like they were dead one foot in the grave. Um, Maybe that pumps them up a little bit and they could maybe just uh, take the Indians there in this game five. So really it's just going to be a toss up uh, for the Yankees. But again, uh, you know, obviously you like this. they did the best they could, you know, in given the situation, yes, they blow game three big time. It's a dagger in the heart. Uh, So it might end up being what what kills them, but nevertheless, they take it back to game five. And that's really at this point all we can ask. And that's all we can ask of Cole, being the ace and at least get in the game four and kind of did his job there. So you can't complain about Cole and for the Yankee lineup a little bit. I probably going to probably go with more of the same. I think, you know, again, you're better off with Cabrera at this point and shortstop then kind of Fleffer. And if that's the case, then you're moving Hicks uh, to left field. And then again, Yankee stay in the, sh- the short porch. Maybe Hicks uh, leans into one and gets a two or three run home run. Who knows? You know, it, it is possible from there. The pitching is going to be the most interesting one. How Boone's going to piece this together. So, probably as I'm saying, as he's probably putting that plan together. And really for New York fans in general, I mean, you got a good game. You got a, a Giants uh, with a good comeback win against, you know, an unlikely win against the Baltimore Ravens at home. And then Jets going to Lambeau Field, I think where they haven't won like, you know, the last 12 times they faced Green Bay in Green Bay and getting a win there. So, good sports day for, you know, good Sunday sports day for New York fans. And, of course, Manhattan fans are just probably, you know, maybe just watching on the couch, watching that Jet game and uh, being miserable there. So uh, that's what we got. So we we'll, we'll, we'll go to game five. And, you know, again, as for a Yankee fan, that's all you get asked for. So hopefully uh, we got some good news for you after game five. So uh, Section 420, Talking Yankees. If you haven't done it, make sure you subscribe. Catch you in the next episode.